This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington, and it's in both parties. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. Now, of course, this puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. Be sure to visit AFR.net or wherever you get your podcast to hear past episodes. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Welcome to Exposing Washington. Glad to have you with us today. My name is Walker Wildman, and you're listening to the American Family Radio Network. The goal of the show each week is to expose the deception that is taking place in our nation's capital and make sure you know the truth about what's going on in Washington, D.C. So that's what we're here to do. Before we jump into the show today, I want to mention a a few housekeeping items. Uh, One thing I want to mention is... Our conference for uh, AFA coming up in June, our Marriage Family Life Conference coming up June 24th through the 26th in Tupelo, Mississippi. Marriage Family Life uh, Conference, June 24th through 26th coming up this summer. I'll tell you a little bit about it and then how you can register. The, uh, we have an early bird discount between now and April 1st. So within the next few days here, if you register before April 1st, you get the early bird discount to our conference. It'll be here in Tupelo, Mississippi at Hope Church on McCullough Boulevard here in Tupelo, Mississippi. The dates, once again, are June 24th to the 26th. We're going to have a lot of great speakers, and we're going to hit the topics of marriage, family, and life. And we're going to cover all the issues that American Family Association cares about, uh, all the issues that you care about, all of the biblical issues that we're seeing go on in our culture today. We're going to address them. Hard-hitting issues, we're going to talk about them. We're going to address them. We're going to train and equip individuals uh, to go back to their communities and be salt and light, as Scripture tells us. Your own... uh, Abraham Hamilton III that you hear on American Family Radio each weekday. He will be there speaking. Uh, Mickey Addison of Airing the Addisons, she'll be speaking. We'll have Dr. Michael Brown and uh, many others, uh, some that you hear here on American Family Radio, other speakers that you'll recognize um, uh, from from various events and, and, and appearances on American Family Radio. Radio. You can go to marriagefamilylife.net. That's all one word, marriagefamilylife.net, to register. It's very, very affordable for the entire weekend here in Tupelo, Mississippi. So we hope to see you there. Last year we had roughly 500, between five and 600 attendees, well, actually two years ago. And then uh, this year we hope to exceed that. So go ahead and get your spot. Come down to our national headquarters here in Tupelo, attend this conference, stop by our headquarters, and uh, and we'll show you around. So hopefully we'll see you then, June 24th or the 26th, 2021, here in Tupelo, Mississippi. 
One more item before we jump into the news. We have our uh, spring share coming up in mid-April. Here in just a couple of weeks, we have our spring share coming up, and I want to tell you how to call and share your testimony. We love playing listener testimonies, uh, talking about how American Family Radio has impacted your life, how God has used AFR. Here's the number to call in and just leave a brief a 30 to 60 second testimony about how God has impacted you through AFR. 877-876-8893 is that number to call in and leave your listener testimony. 877-876-8893 is the number to call in and uh, leave your testimony and we'll air many of those during and leading up to and during our spring share our spring fundraiser coming up here in a couple of weeks on American Family Radio. A, a good, very good news item out of Louisiana going outside of the Beltway for a little bit. Sometimes you have to leave Washington to get some good news, and that's the case here. Louisiana, the, the abortion rate in Louisiana dropped almost 10%. From 2019 heading into 2020, which equals over 700 babies who lived because of the abortion rate dropping. And don't get me wrong, one abortion, one death of a baby in America is a travesty. And the goal of the life movement is to ensure that one day we have zero abortions in America. That should be the goal. That is the goal of the life movement. And any time we see the numbers going down, that is a good thing. Louisiana abortion rate dropped 9% from 2019 to 2020. So that's a good news item coming out of Louisiana. And whether it be through public educational campaigns or laws or policies, anything that can be done to make that number continue to go down and down and down, that is uh, something to, to be proud of and to continue working towards. In Washington, D.C. this week, the U.S. Senate confirmed someone we talked about on the show last week and that is Dr. Levin, a nominee to, to be the Assistant Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services in Washington, D.C. And one of the disturbing things about Dr. Levin is that he uh, has gender dysphoria. He is confused about his biological sex. And he has attempted to try to be a female or try to change his gender, his sex, and now uh, Dr. Levin is now has now passed the Senate with 52 votes, two Republican senators voting in favor of Dr. Levin being the number two in command at Health and hum- Human Services. So that just shows, you know, this this agenda from the Democrats, from Joe Biden, from President Biden, It's not really an agenda about science, about what's good, about what's unifying, about what's true, about who's 
most qualified. This is all about virtue signaling and and lifting up and putting on a pedestal people who have some serious issues, who have some serious emotional, psychological uh, issues. And that's the case with Dr. Levin. That's the last person we need at number two in command at HHS. Look, this is this is the department that's supposed to be embracing science. The department that's supposed to be <laughs> promoting health and healthy living in America and overseeing health and human services. And we have a number two in command there now that does not embrace science, does not embrace reality. Someone there that does not embrace biology, their biological sex. That should be, is disqualifying. Speaking of disqualifying, look, the Democrats, they just don't stop surprising and and for many people like myself this, their actions really aren't surprising but speaking more broadly uh, the, the the things that they are doing is just shocking that how brazen how out and proud they are about their wicked agenda continues to amaze me senator hirono Maisie hirono and senator Duckworth, two Democrat U.S. senators, they put out a statement this past week. Maisie Hirono of Hawaii, Tammy Duckworth of Illinois, they put out a statement this week stating that they would not vote for any more nominees to the executive branch of Joe Biden's, of Joe Biden's executive branch, they would not vote for any more nominees that are white. Yes, you heard me right. They said it in a different way, but that's what they said. They said they would only vote in the future, starting now, they would only vote for diverse nominees. That's their language. Diverse nominees, nominees who are minorities, are, as they said, LGBT. Anyone else, which is only white males, they would vote against. No matter their resume, no matter their qualifications, no matter their character, they would vote against. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Racism 101. That is Racism 101. That is Jim Crow segregation, a perfect example of that. Two U.S. senators admitting their racism against whites and that they would not vote anymore to approve white people to serve in the Biden administration.
And this is the party of diversity and inclusion. I've said before, the Democrats, they're the party of racism. Back in the 60s, they're the ones who opposed getting rid of segregation, getting rid of Jim Crow laws. They opposed the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And here we are today, and they're still racist. And I actually lean, I push away from using the R word unless it is absolutely, definitively proven. Because the Democrats throw around the word sexist, racist, homophobic. They throw those words around like nobody's business. And half the time, or 99% of the time, they're lying about it. But we can definitively say today that Senator Maisie Hirono of Hawaii and Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois, they are racist because they said they will not vote for white people simply based on their skin color. And I want to play a clip here. This is Matt Walsh on Tucker Carlson talking about what would happen if just a a Republican decided to be racist like this. Imagine the fallout. Clip one, let's listen. Yeah, I'm just trying to imagine. I mean, if if we can imagine a, a white Republican Getting up there and saying, I'm not going to vote for any nominee who isn't white and, oh yeah, straight. But I'm looking for a, a white, straight male, to, and I'm not going to vote for anyone besides that. Now, if a Republican were to say that, we can't imagine it because it would just never, ever be uttered by an American politician. Well, I'd denounce it immediately. The, right. The nuclear meltdown would just be unlike anything we've ever seen. And the thing is, the Democrats would not stop until that person was removed from Congress because that's open racism, and and as you point out, they're breaking the law. So here's my question, why aren't the Republicans, as far to my knowledge, none of them have at this point, stood up and said, she needs to be gone. Both of these people are racist scumbags and they need to be gone. And we're we're not gonna gonna settle, we're not gonna give up on this issue until they're removed from their positions because they are racist and they're breaking the law. They should be. The two senators should be disqualified from serving in the Senate, they should resign for making a racist statement. What is clearly judging someone based purely on their skin color, that is racism 101. And as Matt Walsh said, imagine the fallout, justifiably, rightly so, imagine the fallout. If, oh, maybe Donald Trump said something like that or anybody else other than the Democrats, they would be widely rebuked by everyone, including myself, and they would be forced to resign their position. And this is the whole point of this show. Not many people are talking about this. Tucker Carlson is and a few others. But the, these, these big media outlets, these Democrat arms, these arms of the Democrat National Committee, meaning MSNBC, CNN, they're not even touching it because they agree. This is the Democrat Party, folks. The party of open borders or no borders at all, 
The party of killing babies, the party of racism. Welcome to the 2021 Democratic Party. Who is being led (laughs) by Joe Biden. And all of the world gives Joe Biden a big applause for doing a one-hour press conference. I mean, just just look at the Democrat Party. The media wants us to believe, and even the Republican establishment, they want us to believe that this party, that this president got 85 million votes at the ballot box last November. I've been fooled many times, but I'm not fooled on this one. Joe Biden can't do a one-hour press conference without looking down at his notes. It took us 64 days to get a press conference out of him. The Democrats are the party of racism, of hatred, of division, of open borders, of destroying America's economy and free market system, and they got 85 million votes. I'm not buying it. It is important to know that note that Democrats lost virtually everywhere down ballot. The Democrats lost virtually everywhere down ballot in the 2020 election. They lost state houses. They lost congressional seats. They lost a few Senate seats. It's just hard to believe that the majority of Americans are in favor of this party. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe we do have half of our country that is for selling our country down the river. But as messed up as our country is, as perverted as our country is, it is still hard to believe that a majority of Americans are in favor of this sick and wicked party. And I was talking about Jim Crow laws and 1960s and the civil rights movement. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the filibuster. And there's actually one thing I agree with Senator Elizabeth Warren on. (laughs) And that is that this old filibuster, it does have its origins back in the days of the KKK and Jim Crow laws. The Democrats used the filibuster to do what? To block the Civil Rights Act. You got it right. The Democrats have been using the filibuster to block good things, good legislation, for what? 50 plus, almost 60 plus years by now? And the filibuster is still around although they've changed the rules about three times. It was 67 votes to break the filibuster. Now it's 60 votes to break the filibuster. The Democrats only change it when it's convenient for them. And guess what Republicans do? They never get anything done because they go, well, Mitch McConnell, we need a, 
we need to save the filibuster. The traditions of this Senate must stay, is what Mitch McConnell says. Years ago, as I mentioned last week, the senators, the Republican senators, said, we've got to keep the filibuster. Remember we had, oh, the White House, oh, we had the House, and we had the Senate, a majority in both. And many conservatives, at least some, said, we've got to get rid of this filibuster thing. We're not going to get anything done. Here we have a historic election. Donald Trump's in the White House. He's ready to sign legislation, and we can't get squat done. Well, Republicans came back. We can't get rid of the filibuster because if we're ever in the minority, we're going to need it. We're going to need the filibuster to block, block bad legislation of the Democrats. Well, folks, here we are. And guess what Biden's talking about? Biden talked about it at his press conference. Getting rid of the filibuster. So here we go from 1960 to 2021. Democrats are getting ready to use the filibuster for their advantage. They're going to get rid of it. What does that mean? That means legislation passes with a simple majority vote in the Senate, which is honestly, constitutionally, how it should be anyway. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope they don't get rid of the filibuster. Not because I'm not in favor of getting rid of it, because I don't want Biden to get anything done. I don't want the Democrats to pass this horrible legislation. So that's why I hope they keep the filibuster. But the pressure is building from the Democrats to get rid of this filibuster and force through, ram through their campaign promises. And I really don't blame them. Because after all, they campaigned on this radical agenda. And their excuse will be, we are just doing what the voters elected us to do. And who can argue with that? Who can argue with that? Shifting gears here, the we had two mass shootings within the last two weeks, and the definition of a mass shooting is when four or more people die as a result of a shooting. And there are mass shootings, you know, I wouldn't say all the time, but there are pretty often there is a mass shooting. Anytime four or more people die, which in Chicago, that's about at least once a month. But the media just seems to focus on a handful of mass shootings. And two of the ones they've focused on recently, one is in Atlanta, and the other one was in Boulder, Colorado. The shooting in Atlanta, which is a tragedy, it's heartbreaking what happened there. This sick guy, this twisted fellow, went in multiple massage parlors and shot them up. 
which resulted in, I believe, seven or eight fatalities. Well, immediately after this happened, before the police have even really begun their investigation, the media goes out there, and when I say the media, I'm talking about all the talking heads on CNN, on NBC, MSNBC, many Democrat politicians, Barack Obama. They all went out there stating that this was a racist attack against Asians. This was an attack against, this was an anti-Asian attack because a majority of the victims were of Asian descent or were from Asia. So that was the narrative the first few days. Well, as it, as it turns out, The FBI has stated repeatedly there is no evidence that the shooter, the murderer, the alleged gunman, there is no evidence that he shot these massage parlors based on their skin color or their national origin or their ethnicity. There is no evidence to support that. But if you watch the media, you would think that this man shot up the massage parlors solely on the basis that there were Asian people inside. Which this fake narrative plays into the hands of the Democrats because then they they go, well, looky there. We told y'all there's racist people everywhere. And this is why we need critical race theory and all this fear-mongering And this is why we need diversity quotas is because there is white supremacy, there is racism amok. You see how this works here? The Democrats use tragedies solely for political purposes. They are not interested in actually fixing problems. They don't care. They could care less about fixing problems. Why? Because if they fixed problems, then they could not campaign and fundraise off of fear and division. That is the two tenets of this party fear and division look at every single campaign slogan every single promise every single ad it has to do with creating fear and division if you can create fear and division well then guess what the government can step in and solve the world's problems Exposing Washington American Family Radio, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to check out our website, AFR.net, and we'll be back next week with more of Exposing Washington.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.